So enjoy that. I think it's back to 94 tomorrow, <laughs> Stephen. So it's not going to last very long at all. Have we hit 100 yet? Have we? I'm not sure. I don't think We've so. We've probably been close, but I'm yeah, not sure I think, we have. I know close, like 98 last week. Yeah, I uh, say that. It'll be 100 for the next 10 days yeah. or something now. <laughs> I don't think we have. I don't remember it if we have. Um, great competition uh, continues at the USA Track and Field Championships in Eugene, Oregon. Another uh, ba- a guy with Baylor connections has uh, made the Olympic team. That is pole vaulter KC Lightfoot. KC set an outdoor personal best. He jumped 19 two and a quarter yesterday to finish in the top three, finished in a tie for second in the pole vault. So KC Lightfoot is headed to Tokyo. He is a member of Team USA. That's really exciting. Uh, and amazing for him. So that's three guys with Baylor connections now that are headed to the. That would be four team? total. Okay. Yeah, four total. You want to you want to try to guess at who the four or well, the fourth I, might so be? So I know I know the Trayvon? fourth is a female. Okay. Is another pole vaulter? No. Well, she could still make it. Tuesday Tidwell. She hasn't yet, but okay. she still could. Another sport. Hmm. I don't know, Jim. Think women's basketball. Oh, Brittany Griner. Yeah, yeah. She's on Team USA. So the four with Baylor connections that uh, have made the team already, Trayvon Bromel, uh, number one in the world in the 100 meters. He has advanced. Will London will be a part of the 4 by 400 meter relay pool. And uh, Casey Lightfoot uh, will be one of the three You get U.S. Uh, pole vaulters. He's on the team. And then Brittany Griner is a part of the uh, U.S. women's basketball squad. Still, Tuesday Tidwell is there competing in the pole vault in the trials. Leah Miller in the 800, Alicia Williams in the 800, Lauren Paquette in the 10,000, and Maggie Monto- Montoya in the 10,000 as well. Those trials go through this Sunday, so they last forever there in Eugene, Oregon. So what does it mean when you're in the 4x4 four four relay pool? It means that you didn't qualify in the open 400. You okay. weren't one of the top four, top three there. But you are a potential, because they run so many rounds when you get to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I think it's four rounds, to, to you know, including the finals in the 4x4. Four four, and you don't necessarily have to run the same four uh, oh, runners. so you can switch out. Yeah. Okay. So what they do is guys that have good times and are good relay guys, they'll just put them in a pool and then they'll sort of mix and match. And um, who was it that did this uh, from Baylor a few years ago? I'm drawing a blank on his name. I'll think about it. But he, but he did that also. He got a gold medal. Oh, wow. He ran on one leg in one round one of the 4 by 4 Yeah. But he got a gold medal for it. So... So that's it, and that's great for Will London. You know, he's an Olympian. You know, he is a U.S. Olympic team member. Uh, yeah, Waco, Texas is known. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, So uh, here is uh, KC Lightfoot. If you've got that, did we get that loaded? This is KC Lightfoot from uh, part of our Sikkim podcast uh, earlier in the spring, and he was talking about uh, the question was, you know, obviously the Olympics, uh, one of his goals, uh, the Olympics postponed last year. It was supposed to be in Tokyo last year, postponed because of the pandemic. What difference, if any, does it make to him with the Olympics being in 2021 instead of 2020? It didn't really affect me in any too bad of a way. I mean, I knew the Olympics was going to probably get postponed. So, um, But for me, in my situation, it, it was almost almost a good thing because, I mean, I'm still young. Mm-hmm. I'm only 21. So last year I was 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I I was jumping pretty good last year too. I was jumping 19 foot pretty consistently, so that's a that's a good mark. But I knew now that I have this extra year, I got, I mean I got a lot of room to grow and mature even more, and that's that's kind of what I did. I I I improved my jump a lot, so I mean now it's taking that consistency from 580 to 590, 595 kind of deal. So it it helps me for sure. Um, but yeah, I can see a lot of other people's aspects too because I mean if you're closing in on say the end of your your career right. i mean that extra year it's a long i mean it feels like a long year sure. so it'd be really tough to to try to peak a, yet again for somebody who's kind of near in the end all right that's casey lightfoot uh, formerly of baylor university he is a part of the u.s olympic pole vaulting contingent headed to the olympics in tokyo coming up next month the other two in the pole vault from the u.s chris nielsen won it 19 four and a quarter uh, and Sam Kendricks uh, tied KC for second place. They both cleared 19, two and a quarter. Top three make it in each sport, in each event. And uh, KC Lightfoot is an Olympian. And I look forward to that. That is, uh, I think uh, it's one month from tomorrow's when the Olympics start, July 23rd. So that's pretty cool to know that we have four right now, four um, you know Olympians with Baylor ties that are already qualified. It's amazing. I mean. No matter what you're doing or what event you're in, if you get to say you're an Olympian, that's I mean that's cooler than just about anything in sports. It's huge. It really yeah. is. <laughs> and KC very uh, kind of very you know mild mannered about it. But I remember in the Sikkim podcast talking about it, and it was just kind of like that's one of his goals. Yeah, I want to be on the Olympic team. <laughs> I want to. He wants to set the American record outdoors. I mean, pretty high standards there for KC Lightfoot. Yeah, no, it is. And uh, I guess it does kind of become casual if you're used to competing at a high level, and <laughs> that's the you know thing that you're aiming for. But still, um, there's only a handful of people that get to compete in the Olympics yeah, and make I, that team. I mean, you say high level. That is like the highest, oh, yeah, highest level. level yeah. You, I can't, mean, you what, can't go any higher than I know. that. Even the world championships. I mean, this is the Olympics, okay? So, uh, really cool and congratulations to him. I mentioned this yesterday that uh, former Baylor uh, female pole vaulter Annie Rhodes Jonigan uh, would have been right in the mix to possibly uh, be an Olympian herself, but she had to retire due to an injury that just never, just never could get back from that. Thought it was a uh, high ankle sprain, but ended up being much more than that. And she was just never able to come back. Tried really hard, worked really hard to try to do that couldn't do it so she's had to retire so uh our best to annie who is uh, now moving on in uh post pole vault competitive uh life there olympics are fun man they are mm -hmm. so cool and and again opening ceremonies are scheduled one month from tomorrow all right steven's got an eye on tennessee and texas battle of the oranges in omaha where do things stand right now yeah, we're tied up now, J-Mo, 4-4. Uh, uh, Tennessee has knocked out Texas starter Tristan Stevens. They just went to Tanner Witt, one of their relievers, and he gave up an RBI single. So it's uh, tied up at four in the top of the fourth inning. Um, looks like both teams are going to have to use their bullpens a lot today, which is not what you want to do, but right. it's, it's win or go home, so yeah. there's there's no choice here. Uh, you don't want to save anybody. You can't yeah. afford to save anybody, really. All right, so 4-4 uh, in the fourth inning between these two, and these two in this elimination game, Texas, remember, the number two overall national seed, and Tennessee, the number three overall national seed. It's been, so far, a lot of upsets, and you know we've seen a couple ACC schools like NC State and Virginia that have found ways to advance, and they weren't expecting neither of those teams were even one seeds in their regionals. Uh, but Virginia has a chance to be in the driver's seat today. NC State's already there. Mississippi State pulls off the upset against Texas. 
You, just, you never know when you get to, to that tournament. Yeah, man, it's great. It is really fun. And the great uh, shots they have, it's on ESPNU, but the shots uh, look like it is full there at TD Ameritrade uh, Field in Omaha. Yeah, Texas just turned a nice double play, so they got out of that inning in, in the fourth. They'll, they'll come to bat now. But you're right. It's been fun to see. I mean, it, I see, like, the Twitter graphics of how many people are there and – even afternoon games like this, it's like nineteen, twenty thousand 20,000 yeah, folks yeah. in the stands. And I'm sure everybody's excited just to be at live sporting events. Yeah, in, in really general. cool. All right, we'll keep you updated on that. 4-4 in the fourth, uh, Tennessee and Texas. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Baylor's Associate AD for Compliance. That is Chad Jackson. He will try to give us, uh, or, or he will, but uh, we'll try to understand what the meaning of uh, the Supreme Court ruling was that came down yesterday yesterday what does that mean to colleges what does it mean to student athletes uh, chad's a guy that can explain that to us very well we'll hear from him when we come back stay with us john morris stephen simcox we'll be right back inside the alan samuel studios here on espn central texas hey it's matt mosley the matt mosley show with stephen simcox exceptional experience extraordinary results that's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry, trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. One game in the NBA playoffs tonight, the Clippers at the Suns in game two of the West Finals. Phoenix has a 1-0 lead in that series. Tip is at 8 o'clock. Last night in the Stanley Cup semifinals, Tampa Bay beat New York 8 to nothing to take a 3-2 lead in that series. Tonight, Vegas hosts Montreal with that series tied at two games apiece. Puck drops at 8 o'clock. Houston Astros got a 10-2 win last night over Baltimore. 
That series continues tonight. First pitch at 6.05. Kyle Gibson got through six innings last night to help the Rangers in a six-game skid as they beat Oakland 8-3. Rangers and A's tonight. Taylor Hearn on the bump for the Rangers. First pitch at 7.05. And you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show. John Morris, Stephen Simcox inside the Allen Samuel Studios, connecting with Chad Jackson, Baylor Senior Associate AD for Compliance. Visit with him coming up in just a moment. Want to let you know we are brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. That's the Pioneer Boys on the web at pioneerboys.com. Serving Central Texas since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations, very rare in today's business environment. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron, sea purlin, and structural pipe. Also, all sizes of pipe from one-half inch to 24 inches. For all your fencing needs, also square tubing, one-half inch to six inches. For all your weekend projects, such as deer stands or ornamental iron jobs, this tubing comes in black or already primed. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, three-eighths inch to three-quarter inch. Basically, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Hey, remember, if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you finish or find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. Best news out of all this, they deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane and a location in Bryan. Open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, uh, continuing, we'll uh, continue to uh, try to connect with Chad Jackson, Baylor Senior Associate AD for Compliance. Did you, uh, Stephen, have you kept up with this ruling? Have you seen that ruling that came down yesterday from the Supreme Court? So I saw it yesterday. I, I did not dig into it uh, too much, but I know that, you know, it's another kind of blow for amateurism. It's another sign that college sports, as we know, it's going to change. I mean, yes. there's going to be potential for uh, some, some earning for for student athletes in the near future it looks like yep uh, it's another blow for the ncaa also mm-hmm. i heard uh, an interview with jay billis earlier today jay is not the uh let's say the biggest, biggest fan, fan. <laughs> right of yeah, the NCAA. I, would, I wouldn't say that they trade christmas cards or anything no like that. probably not uh in fact uh, i think the interview i heard he used the the term stupid uh referring to the ncaa about four or five times <laughs> but uh he, he uh you know this is another blow really 
Uh, it remains to be seen if it's a crushing blow for the NCAA because they just keep taking these shots. And this one is from the Supreme Court. Uh, the the basic um, one of the basic terms that you'll hear in relation to this is educational benefits. Okay, so uh, it's one term that appears to separate amateurism at the college level and professional leagues. Uh, On Monday, the Supreme Court sided with student athletes when it affirmed lower court rulings that antitrust law prevented the NCAA from restricting uh, payments to athletes for items related to the benefit of their education. Again, there it is, educational benefits. That includes compensation for internships. So this is uh, related, but not exactly the same as uh, the NIL, the uh, name, image, and likeness uh, situation that is going on right now and in several states about to take place uh, when the calendar turns to July. Uh, And that would be, uh, and that could be very much Pandora's box when that takes place because it would be different in different states. And how does the NCAA, you know, how do they reconcile that? You know, what if what if recruiting and what you can promise a recruit in the state of Texas is different from what you can promise them in the state of Oklahoma or Nebraska or Ohio or something like that? So they are hoping for an overarching uh, ruling that applies to every state in the country instead of it being a state by state deal. But uh, we'll uh, uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, But this ruling, again, came yesterday from the Supreme Court. Let me read a little bit more uh, about this. Uh, Attorney Irwin Kishner called the ruling an additional erosion of the NCAA's monopoly of collegiate and amateur sports. And with states ready to enforce players being compensated for their intellectual property, including their name, image, and likeness, the NIL, it's two wins for the athletes. All right, so that's where that stands. Uh, Tell you what, let's do. Let's take a break, and uh, Chad will join us right on the other side, uh, or maybe. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we'll <laughs> okay. figure it out. <laughs> okay, good deal. Let's take another break here, and uh, then we'll be back with more in just a moment. Hey, glad you're with us on this Tuesday. Enjoy the somewhat cooler temperatures here in Central Texas. John Morris, Stephen Simcox, and we'll be back in a moment here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers try to make it two in a row over the A's at Globe Life Field tonight. And that's hit high in the air to deep left field. Kemp turns and looks, and that ball is history. Have you seen my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Eric Nadell inviting you to join Matt Hicks, Jared Sandler, and me. Hit on the ground right side. This is Holt diving. He has it. Turns, fires from the ground, and he gets him out. Our Geico broadcast time is 6.30 on the Texas Rangers Radio Network. We get you. You're the kind of fan who watches a Rangers game and thinks, that bat would totally complete my dining room. Or maybe, I've got the perfect spot for that base. You're the reason we created the Authentic Store, a magical place where you can find your next prized baseball possession. Everything from game-used baseballs and bases to autographed photos and jerseys. And new items are always being added. Own a piece of the game at texasrangers.com authentics. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, July 3rd and Sunday, July 4th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, July 3rd from 9 to 5 and July 4th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's J-Mo Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Alongside Stephen Simcox, glad you're with us inside the Allen Samuels Studios, and we're pleased you're with us on this Tuesday afternoon. May or may not get Chad Jackson on with us today. If it's not today, it may be tomorrow. Uh, but here's a little bit more uh, from one of the stories I uh, I read and then printed out on the Supreme Court ruling that came yesterday. Very significant in uh, in the future life of colleges and uh, student at college student athletes. Athletes. Uh, one of the things that I, I read either in this article or another one is, Stephen, that, you know, the Supreme Court makes this ruling and it could be very costly to schools because it's not the NCAA that's going to be paying this, you know, paying this to the student athletes. It'll be up to each individual school to pay these uh, educational benefits. Um, so it could be, you know, think about schools I, from a Baylor perspective. Uh, think about the extra uh, outlay of money that has had to take place due to the pandemic. All that testing. I, I want to say it's I don't know the number, but I don't think I'm un- understating it much to say in the millions of dollars, you know, that was unbudgeted. Uh, we didn't have an, a, a line item in the budget for a global pandemic, you know. So <laughs> didn't account sudden, for that one? No, yeah. no, didn't see that one coming. So, you know, they had to find that money somewhere, and it really is in the millions, plural, uh, of dollars for all the testing and all the extra protocols that have taken place for our student-athletes. I know that was a huge undertaking, not just from a logistical standpoint, but as you said, financial standpoint. Um, and 
I mean, you're going to find a way to, to make that up. And I know that's difficult to do. I, it, it's, there's so many dominoes that are falling kind of all at once. It's, it's kind of fascinating to watch a separate issue, but I, I just really wish the NCAA and I know it's complicated. Um, you know, name, image and likeness. It looked like they were going to try to solve that issue earlier in the year. Right. And they sort of kicked it down the road and now states have, you know, drawn up their own yeah. <laughs> laws, yeah. which causes all these um, issues with, okay, so now if the NCAA does something, obviously it's not going to supersede a state law. Right. Uh, they're trying to get Congress involved. There's just so many things that are kind of happening around college athletics. Um, and I'm sure, you know, really smart people are trying to balance it and juggle it, but I, I'm, I'm just afraid of everything kind of collapsing at once and, how, how do you handle all these sort right. of discrepancies? Yeah, very much so. So all of that is going on right now. The NCAA very much in the crosshairs. Here's a little more of this story. Uh, it, it quoted attorney Erwin Kishner, uh, and Kishner is the executive chairman of uh, a law firm sports group uh, that is trying to be on the uh, leading edge of this. He said Monday's ruling allows universities to better support student-athletes with resources and encourage schools to have a lot more reimbursable educational costs. But defining educational benefits is the new challenge. The Supreme Court left that part up to the NCAA and for schools to figure out. So that's the term you'll hear a lot, educational benefits. Uh, you know, what does that entail? How far, how, how far down the road do you go? Is that a, a new, better laptop? Is it a second laptop? You know, is it an iPad for everyone? Is it? Uh, you know, it, does it uh, go to nutrition and all right. the nutritional benefits? All those things, you know, could fall under that umbrella term of educational benefits. And there are, you know, I think Power Five schools. Obviously, Baylor has a great staff. You know, all the schools in the Big Twelve Conference have a lot of people that are dedicated just to athletics and making yeah. sure that guys have what they need, women, men and women have what they need. So I, I feel like those schools are really equipped to do this. The question is, you know, you get to group of five schools, That's you right. get to division two schools, That's division right. three, um, where you have athletic staffs that are more of four, five, six people. How do how do they try to determine what that looks like? Right. How to best, you know, serve their students and how do you find a way to fall under whatever compliance is as far as NCAA guidelines go? And here's my concern, uh, you know, and you even said it for guys, and then you said guys and girls. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about football, which is a huge revenue sport. Basketball is the same way. But what about when you get to uh, acrobatics and tumbling and equestrian and uh, you know, men's and women's golf, men's and women's tennis. When you think about student athletes in the eyes of the NCAA, they're all equal. You know, they're all equal. So whatever you would provide to a football player, you have to provide that to you everybody. do for yeah. everybody in every sport. So my concern would be, is this going to be so much of a financial hardship that it might lead to uh, schools having to cut programs? You know, you know, they just say, we can't we can't pay for this. We can't fund this. We're going to have to cut that sport. That that would be a real concern for me. And, and that's kind of the web that's always been surrounding a lot of these issues, which is, in theory, yes. I mean, college athletics makes money. Mm -hmm. The students are doing lion's share of the work. I mean, in general, in this country, in a capitalistic society, like, you get paid for, <laughs> for right. what you do. Right. So it makes a lot of sense to say, yeah, everybody should get X, Y, and Z. It's just actually finding a way to make that process work and 
you know, stay like keep everything around, as you yeah. said, keep yeah. everybody happy and, and, you know, have a full staff and have all these sports that are competing at, at a high level. That's, that's hard to do. Here's another factor uh, as it relates to the ruling by the Supreme Court. Uh, paid in- internships would be allowed after the ruling. Now, what kind of Pandora's box does that open? Paid internships. Say we have a, uh, a top, say Baylor has a top recruit, and uh, you want to bring him in here uh, and say, hey, we want to give you an internship here at the radio station, and we would like to pay you $50,000 a year for your internship. You know, that's a business paying that. It's not the school paying it, but paid internships would be allowed. It's part of this new Supreme Court ruling. What's the, is that truly related to education? Is that an educational benefit? And how do you police that? Mm-hmm. How do you police that? There's definitely all loop loopholes there. Um, and it's, it's the, Next step in recruiting, too. I mean, we've seen a lot of schools partner with, uh, you know, essentially businesses that are like, hey, come here and we'll find a way to get you a platform that's going to be good for you. Uh, And that's going to be part of the sales pitch now is, um, hey, we have businesses like this that would be interested or let's get your social media to a level where you can start profiting off it. Um, That's going to become a part of, of what kids are looking at, which is Definitely not something even, you know, five, six years ago, I, I think players were considering. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, that's going to be a part of the recruiting process now and, and you know, dare I say, uh, bidding process for uh, student athletes. Uh, one, one name to remember, somebody that's going to be in the middle of uh, a lot of this conversation is Lynn Elmore, former uh, basketball student athlete, uh, former NBA player. Uh, he is quoted in this story, said, institutional integrity – will be critical. Uh, What does he mean by that? Elmore is a professor at Columbia University and agreed with the ruling by the Supreme Court. He added student-athletes should be compensated in some fashion, but if specific compensation is used to land top recruits, things can get dangerous and unfair. I can hear Pandora's box creaking, said Elmore. So much can be defined with educational benefit. Um, though there may be more challenges uh, in the ruling, he just says, uh, you know, what if uh, it is just taken to the extreme and uh, uh, lost my place in the story here. What if it's taken to an extreme and is just clearly uh, not what was intended with this ruling and is more clearly just an extra benefit to try to get a recruit to come to your school? And, and that's the line they're going to have to figure out. Uh, it is going to be hard to police because, as you said, I mean, you can kind of finagle all kinds of things and put it under the category, I guess, of unpaid internship yeah. or yeah. educational benefit. And what does that mean for, you know, the athletes and the people that are trying to, to get these kids to, to come to school and play for the program? Yeah. All right. So Bears watching, certainly. Uh, it is uh, definitely a huge ruling uh, coming from the Supreme Court that will affect colleges and will affect uh, student-athletes at schools like Baylor and every school across the country. Again, I apologize. Uh, We had uh, uh, miscommunication with Chad Jackson. Hopefully we can reschedule that maybe for tomorrow. It'll depend on his schedule. But uh, somewhere down the road we will get with Chad Jackson and get his uh, more learned uh, expertise on all of this as well. All right, uh, Stephen's keeping an eye on the College World Series with Tennessee and Texas. Texas, Texas making a little run here. What uh, what's an update on that score? 
Oh, it looks like 6-4. Uh, so, yeah, Texas just had an RBI double. I thought only one run scored. I thought the, the second guy coming in was out, but they ruled him safe. So, 6-4 Texas in the bottom of the uh, fourth inning and had some drama here. Um, obviously, we're kind of watching this on mute, so I'll try to explain the best <laughs> I can. But one of the Tennessee bench coaches got thrown out of the game. Mm. He, uh, I guess, had something to say to the home plate umpire after uh, a walk that he didn't think was uh, – Tennessee was was pitching, and they walked a batter. I guess he thought the ball was in the strike zone. He had something to say. They threw him out. Uh, Tony Vitello, the Tennessee coach, came out and also had some words for uh, for the umpire. But um, they ended up throwing one of the Tennessee bench coaches out. And we'll see. I think they're probably going to do a review here. But it's 6-4 Texas right now uh, in the bottom of the fourth inning. To me, it looks like... Well, he might have snuck in there. That we, is really close. That's really close. It's a play at the plate on a throw from right field, and uh, that was the sixth run coming in. Uh, no question they're going to review this, so we'll uh, keep you updated on that, see if it's 6-4 Texas or 5-4 Texas in the, what, fifth inning? Is that where they are? Bottom of the fourth. Bottom of the fourth, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's been a, a long – they started at 1 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're working on two hours here. <laughs> exactly. So uh, elimination, pull out all the stops. You could almost expect a, a, a long game before it even uh, started mm-hmm. today. So there's a good replay right there, but I'm still not sure if that's – the call's <laughs> going to stand. The call was safe at the plate. At the plate, that's right. So they'll have to overturn that. I don't – yeah, I don't think his foot got in there, but – Ooh, that's close. That's really close. We'll see. So your school, uh, Stephen, TCU, made a, a nice uh, run to the World Series, a nice stretch of mm-hmm. several World Series trips. Did you ever make any of those trips to Omaha? I Sadly, I didn't. Um, the one year I was going to go, uh, they almost they were one went away from making the um, national title series. Yeah. They had beaten Coastal Carolina, and they were 2-0, and and they were in the winner's bracket. So uh, me and some friends have made plans. We actually bought our plane tickets, and we were just going to try to get tickets when we got there. And they proceeded to lose two straight, oh, so they man. got they got knocked out. <laughs> so we, we canceled the trip. But, um, yeah, Omaha is on the bucket list for sure. It's just never worked out with, like, work commitments and that kind of thing. Uh, but, man, it, it looks like an amazing atmosphere. Did you go when Baylor went? Uh, I did in 05. In, yeah. in 05, yeah. In 05, I was up there, and it was really – I mean, it was really at the uh, top of my list when people mm-hmm. would say, what's the what's the most fun or thing you enjoyed most uh, with Baylor Athletics? That trip was number one on the list. Uh, it was supplanted by uh, Robert Griffin Heisman. That that moved ahead of it, and now a national championship has moved ahead of that. Mm-hmm. But still, to go into Omaha with Baylor in 05 was just terrific. That's when they were still playing at Rosenblatt Stadium, so I got a taste of, uh, of old Rosenblatt. And you, you're there, and you just see the – sites in person that you've watched or i have at least watched on tv for years and years and it was so cool to be there and be a part of it it looks like that uh ruling stance of six four texas here in the bottom of the fourth they got a runner on with two outs um yeah it's it's a fantastic atmosphere um so where did baseball because i know you grew up a big reds fan yeah was baseball play-by-play like what you wanted to do when you started kind of considering the business or how did that yeah how did that shake out uh you know certainly i like it I, I wouldn't say it was strictly baseball sure i mean uh when i started baylor obviously it was football and mm-hmm. basketball and baseball i did all three there for six years and uh certainly i loved it and played baseball in high school and uh was a very very average player <laughs> 
<laughs> very average. But uh, but I've always enjoyed it, and I just like the difference in the sports. You know, football broadcast is different than a basketball broadcast, mm-hmm. and they're both much different than a baseball broadcast. So I can't say I started out – I mean, that was my goal, to be a baseball announcer. Right. But I sure enjoy it, and I, I love watching it. Um, and that, that experience in Omaha was really cool. That's the game, uh, that was the year that Baylor beat Tulane, which was the number one seed nationally, uh, came from eight runs down to beat Tulane in a huge, huge comeback victory. So that was really cool to see. It was also the year, uh, during the season, Baylor had beaten Texas three times, either, either three or four times during the regular season in 2005, got to Omaha Lost to Texas twice yeah. in the College World Series, and Texas won it that year. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I, I distinctly remember that Tulane game, yeah. watching that with my family, and I also remember watching the Texas game. That was a late home run, right? By, it was by the Longhorns. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and man, they've been there. Texas has been there thirty-seven times now. Yeah. They basically, just kind of live there. That was a fun, a fun Baylor team, though. And uh, they, you're right, they were right there on the north side. They really were. But it was, uh, you know, Texas, uh, all that experience, I think it pays off for them, you know. And, and this was, I mean, this was 16 years ago. But sure. even then, they had a ton of experience and, uh, and, and beat Baylor, you could say, when it counted the most in the College World Series. All right, keep you updated on this uh, throughout the course of the afternoon. Uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. Matt will be in from 3 to 4. Tom Barfield will be in here from 4 to 6. Are you, uh, are you here for the rest of the day? I'm or? here, What's yeah. I'm here okay. till 6 o'clock. Um, I believe E.P. Garth is coming in to help us out as well. Okay. But, yep, that's the, uh, that's the new world for me as I'm back Two to six, so I'll be on with J-Mo and then Mosley and then uh, Tom. I love it. All right. Well, I'm glad you're back. Um, do you have any idea what's on the uh, what's on the docket for those shows, or are we just going to all find out together? Um, so on Matt Mosley's show, we'll discuss uh, – he actually got to talk to Freddie Gillespie yesterday, so we'll chat about that a little bit. That was a fun interview. Um, you know, we'll have a College World Series update as well. And then uh, there was some news about – did you see the news about Jared Butler today, J-Mo? Not today. Um, so Shams Karania, who works for The Athletic, he just mentioned that Jared's been sent to a uh, fit-to-play panel, and he has to be cleared hmm. by that before he can um, participate in any practice or games in the NBA. Interesting. So I, I'm guessing that's stemming from the heart issue. Yeah. I thought he had been through that, uh, you know, had run that gamut already before he declared for the NBA draft. Because remember, Jared's a junior. He could come back to school. Uh, I thought he had been through all that and been cleared before he put his name into the draft, but uh, maybe there's more out there for that. So, wish uh, wish that guy nothing but the best. He's a he's an amazing player, and um, obviously he did great things at Baylor. Was you know most outstanding player of the tournament. So it would make sense for the NBA to clear him, but that uh, that still has to be done. All right, let me mention a few uh, birthdays, uh, and then we'll move out of here. Austin Thomas's uh, birthday is today. Austin was with us uh, last year at Baylor Football. Happy birthday to Austin. Tony Castricone's birthday is today. Tony does uh, play-by-play for the University of Washington. Uh, Dakota Farquhar Cadell's birthday is uh, today with student activities on the Baylor campus. Dakota is uh, is great. Uh, anytime we cross paths or get to work together, love visiting and working with him. He is a uh, fount of information uh, for the history of Baylor and uh, and uh, Baylor students' uh, activities. So happy birthday to uh, Dakota on the Baylor campus. Uh, Lori Cota's birthday is today. Happy birthday to them. Let me check one of the lists. 
Make sure I'm not leaving anybody out. Got two lists going here for birthdays. Uh, Hayden Hook's birthday is today. Also, Hayden is my nephew, so happy birthday to him. All right, uh, anybody to add to the list, Stephen? I don't. I mean, Sawyer will be a week old tomorrow, but no birthday. There you go. One week tomorrow. <laughs> we'll celebrate appropriately tomorrow for that. All right. We do appreciate you being here with us today. Happy birthday to all those folks. Uh, we invite you to stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next, 3 to 4, followed by Tom Barfield, 4 to 6, all right here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. My apologies. Uh, we did not connect with Chad Jackson, Baylor's Senior Associate AD for Compliance, but we'll try to reschedule that might have that tomorrow uh, if it works in Chad's schedule. And uh, again, he can really give you some definitive answers and information on the Supreme Court ruling about uh, student athletes and uh, extra benefits or educational benefits is the term that's being used there. Stephen, it's great to see you, man. We're glad you're back. Really appreciate it. Uh, continued prayers for Sawyer to uh, stay healthy and uh, and be healthy as he approaches his one week birthday coming up tomorrow. We appreciate everybody being on with us. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas.